couple years down the road, you decide to go back to school, right? Like, oh, I just kind of want to, I don't know, maybe I want to learn something about computers, you know, whatever it is. Whatever you, whatever you choose is your choice, but, uh, you're going to go, you're going to go pursue a degree. Um, what do you think you'd go for if you had like, choose what you want to do? What do you think you'd go to school for? Honestly, probably computers, what you said. Yeah. <laughs> probably something like, uh, something like design or art or something okay. where I learn more about like design. Like, like graphic design. Maybe something like that. Okay. Maybe something like. I don't know, a little, something media heavy. Yeah, cool. So you're you're taking these classes and uh, you're doing really well. Um, you kind of feel purpose for the first time in like a long time, and wow. you you have kind of like a little bit more of an upbeat outlook. Uh, you, you you just finished up your first semester. You had like a four point uh, You just really fell into into it and uh, really were like kicking ass, you know. Okay. So you're over winter break and uh you decide that you're, you're gonna head home you know you're gonna go see your folks but um you're you're gonna have to take the bus there you don't have a car you don't drive anymore what happened to my car uh, your car's fine you uh you sold it what um, to, to, huh? for what why did i sell it you sold it for like market rate you know i don't want to insult you with a, a low ball <laughs> offer right now but you sold it for a fair amount so you're going to take the bus home. Uh, and you're, you're like waiting in the bus station, like in the Greyhound, you know. You're, you're a couple hours early because it's just like you, know, you just have to be, you know. Uh, you just finished a cliff bar. So you feel satiated. It was a cool mint kind. God, that sounds terrible. It's the best one. Everybody knows it. Uh, probably the last candy on earth that I want. It's not candy. It's a cliff bar. It's, it's, it's not candy. It's like a meal replacement. <laughs> Cliff Bar. It's made from dates primarily. This is a cool mint one. You love it. It's great. I don't even I don't know myself in the future no. at all. So like you 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 just finished this Cliff Bar, right? And as the last bit of the Cliff Bar hits your stomach, like the lights around you become a little bit sharper. That's how good this Cliff Bar is. Everything just comes into like hyper focus. And you feel like a you feel like a newfound sense of freedom in yourself, like you feel like you just reached a new level of control in your body that you didn't previously know you had. That's how good that Cliff Bar was. So you're sitting there in this bus station, feeling enlightened and, and empowered, and you've got a couple hours still till your you know till your your bus comes on. And it's probably like mid evening, which you, you think it would be busy, right? But it's actually kind of empty. And uh, so you just have this cliff bar and it's just something about it. It was just so good. You just feel completely at ease and you slowly start to like drift off to sleep. Right. Okay. And you're almost asleep. Just blinks away. When you hear out of the corner, the, the farthest corner of your periphery, right? The edge of the earth for all you know. From the point just beyond that point, you hear Victoria. <laughs> Are you awake? Wake, wake. Do you do anything? What do you do? Wait, uh, yeah, if I if I I hear it that clearly, right? 
Because you said it's like on it's on the edge of the earth, but yeah, but I I I could make out everything you said. So if yeah. I hear it that clearly, like you know, it's coming from a long way away. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But it sounds like it was just made for you. Okay. You know. So I'm awake now. I mean, so you, I probably just sit there for a second, yeah, double check, make sure I didn't dream it. You haven't opened your eyes yet. Yeah. I'll give you that. You know. Um, but you're you, you've woken up, and but you haven't opened your eyes yet. So you haven't given away that you're awake. What do you do? I say, yeah, who who is it? So you open your eyes and you look in the general direction of where the sound was coming from. And on the, the wall uh, above, like, the ticket gate is a single television, right? Okay. And uh, there's a football game on, right? Uh-huh. So you look and you see and you look at the TV and like the TV, you can like make it out pretty clearly. There's there's obviously like a referee staring right into you, like into your like just into your soul. Uh, the two teams have stopped playing, and they're both looking like straight into the camera. But it feels like they're looking right at you, and the game has totally stopped. But they're still there. They're just like watching you. It's really it's really bizarre. Right. So you would. Uh, would you do anything about that? Would you would you ask uh, some questions? I'd I'd become so excited. Yeah. Honestly. So you kind of like rustle in your seat a little bit and you kind of sit up and through the TV comes the referee. He's probably about 8 feet up in the air. Like the TV's like like close to the ceiling and he just kind of <laughs> steps out into the bus station. Okay. He he floats down. Mhm. And he kind of sways a little bit like a feather would in the wind. It kind of rocks back and he kind of rocks back and forth as he floats down. Like he's like he's it's tacking, you know. Uh, and he lands without a sound. And he walks over to you. And when you when you take him in, you're shocked at his appearance. He's the probably the most muscular, vascular, buff man you think you've ever seen in life. Uh, he he's like an NFL referee. He's got on the black pants, the striped white shirt. He's got on a, a white hat. He's like the the head referee. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the cuffs of his shirt are just like super fucking tight, dude. His his biceps are blasting. <laughs> right, you can see all these veins. He's got veins like in his hands. You know, he's just like super vascular. Yeah. Um, on his forearm, as he's walking in, uh. You look on his forearm, and for whatever reason, like, there's a cluster of veins on his forearm that looks like the neighborhood of your childhood home. If you were to view it from above, like it was like a Google Earth view, it would show, it would just overlay, like, the road maps within, like, a three-mile radius or, like, around your house, you know? On his veins? Yeah, but it's veins, but it lines up perfectly. So a map on his veins of my Yeah, home? like his veins are arranged in such a way that it looks like... Is he showing them to me? No, no, no. He's I just, just, like, I just, just notice see it, it and you know it. And for a moment you feel totally at peace and at home, you know. What the fuck was in that bar? I mean, it was it was good. Uh, it's made out of dates, you know, real weird. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that until I got real into him. Uh, so he's like striding over to you. And he says, Victoria, my name is Calvin Morway, and I'm the buff referee. And you, you look over him again, and now that he's closer, you see that his face and neck are that of an old man. 
right? But his, his the rest of his body is just super fucking jacked, and it's real tan, like he's uh, like he's got a competition next weekend, and he's cutting right now. Like he's not he's not taking in a lot of like he's like a lot of sodium, and he's just he's pissing everything out. Gross. He's trying to get all the water out of his system because he's got a competition coming up, and he wants to look fucking good. He he trains hard. He trains hard fifty one weeks out of the year. He gives himself <laughs> one week, just go and have whatever he wants. But this is his fucking week, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he looks good, you know? but still like like a sixty year old man, right in the face. In, in the face and neck. Yeah. The rest of him is very pale and old. Okay. Uh, so he says, "The gods have granted me the ability to change the rules." <laughs> he says, "Victoria, you can either a." Be part of a reboot, reboot, <laughs> reboot of the classic film *The Little Rascals*, or become the newest member of a hit country music sensation *The Rascal Flats*. You decide. <laughs> and uh, he like he holds, he brings his hand up, and he has a whistle on his hand, because a lot of them wear whistles on their hands, you know, uh, when they're calling plays, you know, penalties and stuff. But it's gigantic. It looks so fucking big. It's as big as his fist. It's just a gigantic whistle. Okay. Yeah. Is there anyone else like around me watching this or? No, I mean you. You look at the the TV. He stepped out of it though. Huh? He stepped out of it. Yeah, he stepped out of the TV. You can see in the background the players on the on the football game are clearly like watching this interaction. They're watching you through the TV. Yeah. One of them has a, a bucket of popcorn, uh, <laughs> and the other guy next to him takes his helmet off and he like nods, and they dump popcorn into his helmet. <laughs> Right. Well, what about like immediately around me? Immediately around you, no. There's like I'm just nobody by myself? in this. Yeah, you're just like not a single soul. There's nobody around. No one for me to like ask. Hey, do you see this guy? No, because I told you earlier that it was empty. And you go, you like look at the ticket counter, and there's like a sign that says "back in 15 minutes." Uh, then it says "had to shit." <laughs> right. Okay. And you look at the. T- it's got a little clock on there that tells you like when they're going to be back, and it's set for like. 9:20, and you look at your watch and it's like 10 15 <laughs> like man they are blowing something up okay so there's no one around there's nobody around all right i would uh i, I want to know how he stepped out of the tv i would ask him how did you step out of that tv he says i'm the buff referee all i can do is help you change the rules <laughs> right how do you do that by allowing you the opportunity to either A, become part of the reboot of the cinematic classic The Little Rascals, or B, become the newest member of country music sensation Rascal Flats. What? You what, decide. What part of, what is the part? You just said the part of The Little so Rascals. So he blows what the part? whistle, and he blows the whistle, and it sends like a shockwave through the tile. Right? It's so fucking loud. It's so loud. Like you've never heard anything louder. It, you almost feel the sound coming out of your nose, like it's gone through your entire being, right? And when you do that, you feel like you're falling next to a waterfall, right? You have the sensation of falling through time and space, and you're just being misted by a nearby waterfall. And in your mind's eye, you see the ground fast approaching, and just before you hit, you snap out of it. And he's just staring at you. <laughs> and he says, "You decide." Shit. Well, I, I want to, but I can't ask him any more questions. I want to know, like, 
Because all he said is like you could be a part of the reboot of the Little Rascals. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Well, I don't know what part that could be. I, mean, I, I don't know either. It could, I mean, it could be. I don't want to be in Rascal Flats. You do? No, I don't. I mean, you have another option. You don't have to choose Rascal Flats. What if I don't want to choose either? I mean, you don't have to. If you if you don't want to choose either, you don't have to. He's giving you the opportunity, like he he's sent there by the gods to change the rules of your life. Right, and he just gives me no more information. That's all he tells you. And I'm not going to get any more information. I mean, I don't, I don't think so. All you right. know, I mean, you tried, you know, and it. Well, for yeah. all I know, I'm dreaming at this point, so I, I mean, probably. It, you don't think so? You know, you feel pain. You know, <laughs> what kind of pain? Like the pain of the whistling. I mean, it really hurt your ears, and you have just the the faintest taste of the cool mint, Cliff Bar on your tongue. You know, you're you're having like sensory experiences, and you're you're pretty with it. You're like, this is. This is really fucking strange, but you don't feel like you're asleep. Okay. You know? <clears throat> All right. I would tell him that I'll I'll be in the reboot of the... I'll, I'll, do, I'll play a part in the reboot of The Little Rascals. That okay. sounds kind of fun. Gotcha. So he goes, you've chosen to be part of the reboot of the cinematic classic The Little Rascals. And he turns around and he walks away. And his, his ass is so ripped. You know, he just has, like, his pants are, A, skin fucking tight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They are super tight. You can see every, every, you can, there's little left of the imagination. Right? <laughs> and his ass is just, like, it's a super impressive ass, especially for what looks to be an old man in the neck God, area. Ew. And uh, so then he get, he just kind of looks up at the TV, and he just kind of, like, walks up, even though you don't <laughs> see stairs. It's like he's walking on stairs. And then he walks back into the TV, and then the guys go back to playing the football game. Right. Okay. So you go home. You finally get home. Uh, you know, you spend some time with your family. You you have like a, a week in town. You you go back to Austin and you your first night back in in town. And uh, you wake up and and there's a there's a woman like waiting outside of your bedroom door, and she's in like a power suit and she goes, Ah, oh, Victoria, you ready to go? Do you say anything to her? I say, are you are you part of the reboot for the little rascals? She goes, sure thing. We got a car waiting for you. All right, let's do it. So you pack a bag real quick, you know. Oh, and... I have to leave for a while. Is yeah. it in another part of the country? Uh, you don't really know where it's going. But she says, pack a bag. Yeah, she's yeah, just for you know, you're not gonna be gone too long. Okay. You you'll be back soon enough. Yeah. So you pack a bag and they go and uh, they they drive you to the airport and fly you to Los Angeles, right? And uh, you meet the cast of. The Little Rascals, mm-hmm. and um, you just like you play Darla, right? And you fucking nail it, <laughs> right? You do a really great Darla, okay? And you know you, you they have a lot of success. They they make a new sequel, right? Uh, there was a there was a spinoff into a TV show, and it, it really set you up pretty well for the rest of your life, you know. And you know, things were things were really going great for a long time, and and then you, you just couldn't lay off the sauce, you know. Career kind of started to fall apart, and you got into one bad relationship after another bad relationship and you try to do uh, a little rascals, but they, they were like, no, that time's gone. So you <laughs> did uh, an adult film called the little assholes. And it's just a bunch of people who use double ended dildos into each other's butts. Oh no. Yeah. Your life really goes haywire. <laughs> um, and then you just, one day you have enough of it and you drive off of a cliff in the Hollywood Hills and roll to your death. Oh. But it was go out lasting. Yeah. You know, that's fine. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's a good way to go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, 
I mean, part of it sucks. The butt stuff sucks, but yeah, that's your legacy at that point forward. I think the cliff part sucks. 